Welcome to Design 30. My name is Jason Bilyeu, and in this podcast, I provide design strategies and tools to improve creativity, innovation, and overall design confidence. The third step in the design thinking process is ideate. And ideate is a word that, again, is starting to become more of a buzzword. It's something that you probably hear thrown around a bit more here and there. Um, But it really is, again, I'm probably going to say this about every step in this process. This is one of the most important steps. They're all very important steps, and there's a reason why each one of these is a separate step in the design thinking process. But the ideation step is It's probably one of the most fun, actually. It's one where there's the least amount of pressure to come up with some technical solution and just a lot of encouragement to come up with new ideas, crazy ideas. Everything is on the table. So the definition of IDA is, or the definition of the step, let's start with that. This is where you're you're encouraging a lot of brainstorming. You're encouraging a lot of creativity. lot of creative thinking and the goal is to generate just a wide range of possible solutions so you've already gone through your empathize step where you've really understood the user and the user needs you've gone through defining or the define step where you've defined the problem so now you have a really good idea of what you're actually trying to solve what's the need that you're trying to meet and then now in the ideation phase you are just coming up with ideas. So yeah, you're brainstorming, you're trying to be as creative as possible and making all these different connections between uh, seemingly disconnected things, right? That's one of the definitions of being creative. So that's the main point of this step. It's it's quantity over quality. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the whole point. You're trying to explore just all these different ideas. You wanna get them out of your head and onto paper. The word ideate simply just means to form an idea, uh, imagine, or conceive. So it's a pretty broad word. It's just what can you come up with? What can your brain uh, possibly generate uh, to solve this problem, to solve this user need that you have already defined? So another definition that I like of ideate or ideation is actually just from Wikipedia. Uh, You know, every now and then Wikipedia just nails it on some of these things. Um, But this is just a really simple way of of understanding what it is. So they, they say on Wikipedia, ideation is the creative process of generation or of generating, developing and communicating new ideas where an idea is understood as a basic element of thought that can be either visual, it can be concrete, or abstract. Ideation comprises all the stages of a thought cycle, which is an interesting way to put it, a thought cycle, from innovation to development to actualization. So you could, you know, come up with the idea, your first innovative thought, and then potentially during this ideation phase, you could start to develop that idea. And then to actualization, I would say in this case, we're gonna wait to actualize the idea, to actually prototype it. 
or even pre-to-type it, which we've talked about before, you're probably gonna wait on that until you get to the next step in the design thinking process, which is a little sneak peek here. That will be the prototype phase, which again, very important phase. <laughs> it's That one's one of my favorites. Uh, that's where you're having a lot of fun as well, actually getting your hands dirty and working on things. But for now, we're still back in the ideation phase. You have to be able to come up with these ideas and you don't want to go too far into developing those ideas or actually prototyping them before you've got a large quantity of just thoughts. And some of these are going to, they're going to be crazy at times, right? And, and you don't want to hold your team back from coming up with some crazy ideas. This, this step isn't about being like the most polished. It's not about, oh, this idea sounds like it's the smartest. This idea will be the best or most efficient engineering solution. You know, that's not what this is about. You want to get to those solutions at some point in the process. But at this point, that's really not what you're going for. You're just coming up with crazy ideas. Might be, well, what if we started mining uh, some minerals on the moon? That could be an idea in the ideation phase. And who knows, maybe that, depending on your company, maybe that ends up being a viable solution. Probably not. Probably not going to be financially feasible or technically feasible to fly to the moon and start mining whatever minerals are on there. I can't remember. Silica? Some, something like that, some sort of silica sand. I don't remember what it is, but, but maybe, maybe there's something up there that is incredibly valuable. And that's what ends up being the idea your team chooses to, to just take off with. And that launches your company off into some incredible, uh, business model that does, that does really well. Who knows? That's, that's what the step is all about. It's just coming up with these random hopefully not too random. You do need to solve the user's need or the user problem, but sometimes they are fairly random, but those, you never know what one random thought from you is going to spur in one of your coworkers or one of your team members. You know, it might seem like something that's just, oh, I shouldn't write that down. It's stupid or there's no way it's related, but who knows what that's going to you know, spur in your coworker Tom's mind, right? Maybe he's like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Or maybe he's in reality, he's probably like, well, that's not a great idea, but that might allow us to do this. Or maybe we could do this one related idea. Maybe we don't have to go to the moon to mine this mineral. Maybe we can simply just travel to this other country that also has a lot of that mineral that, you know, that's a bit of an outlandish example, but but yeah, I mean, that's that's the point of this process. Who knows where these ideas are actually going to come from? Who knows what the, the starting point is going to be? You're just trying to get all of your ideas out there, out of your brain and into the world. And so one of the processes, there's actually a few different ways. There's a lot of different ways you could come up with doing your ideation phase. But one of the most common ways people do it, especially if you're perhaps starting by yourself, just coming up with ideas, a great way to do it is just start mapping out everything you're thinking of. And this is called mind mapping, which you may recall, I did an episode on mind mapping very early on in the podcast. This was oof, probably a year ago today, maybe longer, which is crazy. I can't believe I've been doing this for over a year already. That's, that's pretty wild. Um, 
But yeah, so I did an episode on mind mapping. That was episode five. So if you want to go back and listen to that, it gives you a lot of details and just, you know, some thoughts around how to do mind mapping and the purpose of it. But really, the main purpose of it is to help you with this ideation phase and just getting these ideas out of your head and onto paper or getting them out of your head and into your computer, right? So it's just trying to get them out and doesn't have to be that organized, but it's somewhat organized. And you start with your central idea and you start just mapping out anything else that comes to your mind about that. Or you could start with the user problem. Or it could be some subset of what you're trying to work on. Maybe you're just trying to think about different materials that you want to build this product out of. So you start, okay, well, we want to build this durable box for holding uh, sensitive electronic devices. Okay, well, what are the different materials that we could build that out of? Well, we could build it out of stainless steel. We could build it out of aluminum. Uh, well, perhaps we want to protect it from different electromagnetic waves or things like that. We could build it out of something fancy like a mu metal or, you know, there's all these different ideas that your brain's just going to be going through. So make sure you're writing those down, thinking about them. Sometimes you can refine them. You'll think of, Ooh, stainless steel. That's a good idea. But what kind of stainless steel? Maybe we want to do 316. Oh, that's going to be too expensive. Maybe we're looking at some sort of 303 or 300 series uh, stainless steel, right? So you just, you're writing it all down, getting it all out, all out there. So again, go back and listen to episode five on mind mapping. If that's a technique you, you think is going to be helpful for you or for your team. And then there's also what I recommend and what I've read a lot about is, is doing some warm up exercises with your team. This is something I did in one of my classes in grad school where we literally start the class where we go to the whiteboard, separate into teams, and then you get like two minutes and some problem that you had to just start coming up with ideas of how to solve. And so sometimes it was just come up with as many ways you can think of to clean your teeth. Now, of course, you could just write down, oh, well, I'll just use my toothbrush or I could use an electric toothbrush. But no, that's that's pretty boring. You got to think outside the box a little bit. That's the whole point of this this uh, warm up exercise. So you just, we start coming up with all sorts of cool stuff. Maybe you could have a special gum that would clean your teeth. Uh, you could use some sort of um, light device. I think that's actually something for whitening your teeth. Um, but maybe there's some device you just put in your mouth and it uses lasers to clean off your teeth. You know, that's probably not very practical. But again, the point of this is just coming up with random crazy ideas. Maybe it's a little sleeve you put on your finger and you use that to brush your teeth. Or maybe it's a robot that you put in your mouth and it climbs around through your teeth and cleans off all the plaque. I don't know. It, that's, you know, that's the fun of this. It's just coming up with all these fun ideas. And then your team, you select maybe two or three of your favorite ideas you came up with and then start coming up with ways to, uh, how do you, how would you actually build this? Right. You and you could select the robot one. They don't have to be the, 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 the greatest or the most realistic ideas, right? This is just an exercise to, to get you thinking, to get you comfortable with coming up with new ideas and, and seemingly random ideas and just try to really practice being creative and a big part of it is also just having fun. If you're in a relaxed state, having fun, you're more likely to have more ideas come to your brain. And so that's that's also a big part of this ideation phase is it's setting up this environment where 
you don't want people to waste your time, right? You don't want to be just goofing off if you're at work and you know, you need to get things done, right? But you still want to have this environment of fun, relax, easy going so that people are able to just think of random ideas, think creative. They're able to get the creative juices flowing as, as they say. Um, so that's a big part of it. Just setting up this environment where people don't feel like they're going to be, uh, you know, made fun of or judged or, you know, mocked for whatever idea they came up with. Cause that's, that's not the point of this. You're not trying to come up with realistic ideas. You're trying to come up with a lot of ideas. Again, it's all about quantity over quality in this phase of the design thinking process. So yeah, going back to what we did, um, in my grad school classes is you'd start with that exercise, just practice this. And we would do it almost every day, almost, well, not every day, but almost every class we would do. And it was, it was really fun and actually beneficial. It's surprising how much uh, practicing being creative actually helps you be more creative and helps you think of more ideas. So that's something I would highly recommend doing with your team, maybe before you're about to dive into a legit legitimate brainstorm session, you just come up with one of these fun, crazy ideas and you do just two to five minutes on that. Just kind of get things going, get a few laughs out there, get people relaxed. It's a really good way to, to start your ideation session. And then of uh, one practical way to, once you actually get into uh, the meat of your brainstorm and your ideation session on this actual problem, user need you're trying to solve. A great way to do it is just using sticky notes. And you have people sit for five, 10 minutes and write out as many ideas on sticky notes as they possibly can. And then you go through uh, a little step of going up to a whiteboard and you place your sticky notes on the whiteboard. And the person, it's also a great idea to have some kind of leading the brainstorm session. Uh, and they would be taking the sticky notes and you'd explain your ideas, your thoughts, and they would be organizing them into categories on the whiteboard. And this is a good way to get the ideas up there, up in front of everybody who's participating. And once they're up there and organized, you can go through another round of ideas because maybe a lot of the time people will see things other people have said and that will spur new ideas. So you can do a few rounds of this and then the person who's leading can take a picture of it, take notes, and send this out just to uh, make sure you capture all the ideas. And you can do this multiple times as you just come up with more and more ideas. And towards the end of this process, you can actually start honing down into ideas that you really like. Because as I mentioned, the next step of this process is prototyping or prototyping. So you have to, at some point, start selecting the ideas that you think are the best, the ideas that you think are worth coming up with prototypes for and prototypes and actually doing some testing. But I'll go into more detail on that next week uh, when we talk a little bit more about prototyping and how to choose the ideas that you want to go for. But for now, the sticky note method is a really easy, really simple, uh, but also a really practical way of doing this ideation and brainstorming. So again, it's all about quality over quantity. That's why you're using, or <laughs> all about, I said that backwards, all about quantity uh, over quality. So you're just writing, out, writing down as many ideas as you can think of on these sticky notes. There's also some other practical ways to improve your ability to come up with more ideas and to be uh, 
quote unquote creative, right? There's ways to improve that in yourself. And one of those ways, which I've talked about before on the podcast, is doing this practice of open monitoring, open monitoring. <laughs> so it's uh, essentially, it seems like meditation or it could be a form of meditation, um, but you just kind of sit in a relaxed state. Uh, I often like to sit in my comfy chair that's in the corner of my office, which I absolutely love. I think it was a goodwill find uh, by my wife and it's it's perfect. It's the perfect chair. <laughs> uh, but so I'll sit there and you know just close your eyes. And the goal is you don't want to focus on any one thing. You want to try to just, you know, the reason it's called open monitoring is you just want to open your mind up to whatever thoughts and ideas pop into your head. And you don't want to focus on any of those ideas. You want to just, they kind of come up and then you just let them move on and you let the next idea come up and let it move on. And this is a way of just, it's practicing this ability to just let ideas kind of surface in your mind. And it sounds, it sounds a little weird, maybe sounds a little woo-woo to some people, but it's actually been uh, shown to be a helpful process for improving creativity. And aside from that, it's also just really relaxing. I think relaxing and feeling comfortable is a huge part of being able to just allow yourself to come up with all of these different ideas. So it can be practicing it in this way to improve it for yourself. And if you're trying to improve it for your team, uh, the goal is to create that relaxing, fun, laid back environment where people uh, have the confidence and the ability to be, to put themselves out there, maybe be a little goofy, a little silly at times, you know, there's going to be all weird, fun ideas thrown out there. Obviously you got to ride that fine line of not letting the meeting get away from you to where it's just uh, an unuseful kind of wasted time. You don't want to slide into that side of things, but, but you do want to make sure people are feeling relaxed and willing to put themselves out there with all of these random crazy ideas. So that's kind of the the meats and the meat and potatoes of this ideation phase. Again, I think the best way to describe it is quantity over quality. You're just trying to get all of these ideas out there, get them on paper so that you can analyze them and think about them from there. But that's moving on to the next step. This step is you're just getting them all out there. And so I'm going to leave it there for today. Uh, next week, as I said, we will be getting into the next step of the ID or of the design thinking process, which is prototyping. Another great and really, really fun step of the whole process. Um, I didn't mention it at the beginning of the podcast, but if you want to support this podcast, what I'm doing, uh, please follow me on social media, uh, on X, on Instagram. Uh, give me a follow on YouTube, Design 30s on YouTube. Uh, you can uh, start reading some of the stuff I've written on Medium. I'm on Medium now, which I think I'm, I don't know, I've been having this debate between Medium and Substack, and I, I'll keep my Substack going as well. I'm going to keep, keep them both going, uh, but I'm really enjoying kind of this Medium, uh, the way it works, the, the idea that, you know, you can just be found by all sorts of random people looking up new ideas and just Googling stuff. So there's something about Medium that I really like. So I'm going to be publishing a lot of my articles on there as well. So you can follow me on Medium. Uh, again, you can always subscribe to my Design30 Substack and you'll get all the stuff 
right in your email inbox if that's if that's the easiest way for you to to do this um and then of course please rate the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen to it and if you're enjoying it you think you're getting a lot out of it please share it with friends coworkers, or family and as always have a great week everybody and don't forget to design more and despair less thanks for listening